It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, were prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. Welcome to Sister Speak Game of Thrones, where we discuss Season 3 of the HBO series Game of Thrones from a sister's point of view. I'm Sister J. And I'm Sister K. And welcome to Episode 18. Let's get started. Okay. All right. Welcome, everyone. We are going to be talking about Episode 7, titled The Bear and the Maiden Fair. Mm. <clears throat> which we'll get to at the end Yeah, of our that's comments. awful. That's shocking. Okay, so today, where do we start? Oh, let's get Jon Snow and that annoying egret out the way. <laughs> For her to be always saying you don't know nothing, she's a stupid broad. Well, it's not that she's stupid. Yeah, she, she's stupid. She needs to quit telling people you don't know nothing when she don't know nothing. Well, she don't know nothing about that because they don't... She don't know nothing about nothing except her little camp. Well, yes, that's where she's grown up. She don't, she's never been anywhere. Right. That's why it's ridiculous for her to say every other scene, Jon Snow, you know nothing. Oh, she's annoying. Well, I, I, I wish they would quit making her annoying, though. I know. I, I was annoyed, but then I liked her also mm. in this episode. I don't. She's I mean, annoying. She, she got on my nerves for a minute, and then she I liked her again, and she got on my nerves again. She's still on and my I nerves. I liked her again. She stayed on my nerves. <laughs> the, the, all the teasing shit about, um, about the marching customs and how they do, you know, bang the drums to help their soldiers march and all that crap. I was annoyed with that, too, because it's back to that same... It's that same teasing, stuff, like, oh, especially when it. you don't know shit. And he said... He said something about feigning. She said, what's that? You dumb broad. And you always uh, taunting somebody else. Please. <clears throat> anyway. Well, so, you know, they're marching. That doesn't mean she's dumb because she doesn't know if that oh, is. Oh, yeah, she's dumb. The wildies she's don't too, do that she's shit. She's too stupid to know she's stupid. Anywho, the only thing to me that was interesting about this section of stuff, which we went to them like three, four times. I know. <clears throat> the only thing interesting to me about that whole section was um, the stuff with Orel. Orel, exactly. And um, the very end part where John is talking about the history of what, you know. But Orel, though, I kind of figured he liked Egret anyway. But what he was telling Jon Snow, to me, it was making sense and it's what he needed to know. He said, oh, you cut me from the wall. He said, I cut her too. But you don't see her soaking about it. Mm-hmm. You know, and that is a very good point. Point. Yep. She just went right on. <clears throat> yeah. And he tried to tell him, look, you know, people people uh, help each other when it's convenient, when it suits them. They do this, that, and the other when it suits them. And they kill each other when it suits them. When it suits them. Yeah. Says so she knows that, but you don't. 
Because he's not a wildling. It's the same thing. Well, of course we know why. Well, it's the same thing about what you're saying about Egret. She's not a regular person sort south of the wall or whatever they call him. She's not one of John's type of people either. So they're both having to learn. She's a wildling. The thing about her, though, that makes it annoying or what they're doing with her yeah. to make it annoying and she wouldn't be annoying otherwise because when she doesn't do that, she's fine. I like her just fine. But <clears throat> what they keep doing is making her tease John about the differences, about what they do and their customs. And then, you know, he's honestly trying to explain it to her when she's asking, oh, that looks like a big old castle. He's like, no, that's just a windmill. And she's like, oh, she's okay. annoying. That, you know, to me, I like their differences, but they need to get her to quit doing all that teasing and you know nothing Jon Snow bullshit because it's getting old. It's no. been going on. You know on. nothing Jon Snow. And she goes, oh, she is fucking annoying to me. Dang. <laughs> <clears throat> and and I find myself, you know, going, oh, shit. Whenever they kept going back to their scenes, I'm thinking, yeah. well, goddamn. Why keep, Jay. why keep going back to them when there's a whole lot of other characters That's we need true. to know some shit about? I mean, they could have cut one of those scenes down. Damn, they sure could. <clears throat> you know? Now, the, the scene with her and Tor- and uh, Orel, I found interesting, too, mm. because, you know, she said to him, you know, you never said a nice word to me before. What, what's all this? And he's like, well, but I would if you was mine. <clears throat> basically dude it's too late she don't want your scraggly ass well yeah that mm. but what i found interesting about that is when he said you won't love him so much when you find out what he really is mm-hmm. so that's interesting well because and he understands he's a man he understands john snow is a crow what they call a crow mm-hmm. he, he and he's gonna remain one yep and when the fighting start believe you me yeah. no he not helping y'all but that's what Orel understands well and that's basically what John told her at the exactly end, he I told like, her I like that scene too when he says you're not gonna win you have tried six times and six times you have failed and you're gonna end up dying and <coughs> go and um so you know she He's basically saying the same thing. She's like, "Well, how do you know?" He's like, "Everyone know. Every boy knows that in the north, in the in the realm, they know that. They learn that. And you know, she ain't been to school. She don't know. Plus, she was a girl. They probably wouldn't have taught her nothing anyway. But <clears throat> he's basically trying to say, "You, you gonna die." And she says, "Don't you?" He said, "You mean us?" No, he mean you. And he really meant y'all. Yeah, he meant y'all because he is not because he is gonna be fighting for. Oh hell yeah! His brothers at the black hell yeah so that was interesting i mean he might me. try to save her ass but trust me he ain't uh-uh no he might try to save tormund but he don't let orel get get stuck i don't think he'll he'll try to save none of them <laughs> tormund or none of them except yeah. for maybe her i like the tormund though mm-hmm, i do too okay so that's enough of them that i just found those two things kind of interesting and then the rest of it, I was like, ugh. It is boring. And she's fine when she's not doing all that. Like, what, last episode, I was fine with her. Back to annoyed in this one. <clears throat> Since we're still up north, let's go to Bran. Yeah, that. Osha. Mm, yeah. And Jojen. Yeah, that you was kind of boring to me, too. Yeah, just, well, it was inter- We already knew that Osha has encountered some 
white yeah. walkers because that's exactly. why Shiraz is running. That's exactly why. We already know why. all that, but it was good to kind of hear a real true story and her find out for for sure that they wasn't headed to the castle black. Yeah, <sighs> now I felt bad for her though because she did promise uh, his Mormont or no his uh, Meister. Yeah, Meister Lewin. He she did promise him and and you know, I mean they take their promises seriously. And but but that that kind of changed Brand's attitude also when she said, I promised Meister Lewin to get you to Castle Black and that's what I'm gonna do. Because, you know, they take their their promises and oh seriously. So, you know, I felt kind of bad for her because she doesn't have that connection like Jojen does with him. She's scared, though. Right. That's the main thing. Yeah. She's just scared. She's like, I'm not going back up there. Yep. So, you know, which I hope she sticks to her guns because then he's going to meet up with with uh, with John because yeah. John's going to Castle Black, too. Well, Jojen said, well, John's not there. That's why we don't need to go there. I told you he ain't there. Yeah. <clears throat> so he was trying to get Bran. But he can he can meet to, up with Arya too. To go well, Arya's not up there. She's no. going to River Run. Right, but eventually she Or be. uh not River Run, the Frey place. Yeah. Um, that's in a different episode, Sister J. Mm. Anyway. So um so yeah, she she talks about her husband, man, whatever, Bruni. She doesn't like all that talk about whatever abilities Bran has and well, the funniest part or the best part of that whole scene was when she was, uh, uh, when they showed uh, Mary coming back with some rabbits. Mira. Mira coming back with some rabbits and, and uh, uh, she's grousing about, oh, she's grousing about, oh, shit. They get on my nerves. All he do is sit over there and talk, 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 and we do all the work. And she's <laughs> talking to Hodor and she looks at him and he goes, Hodor. Hodor. That's all he ever said. Hodor. Yeah. You know, and she looked at him like, yeah, okay, you know. And then she, she walked on over there to him. I was laughing. I said, poor thing. Hodor. But I agree with her. I mean, hell, even even if Jojen has that connection with, you know, seeing through Raven's eyes and stuff, hell, you able body, you can do some work around there. That's what I'm thinking. Your sister doing the hunting and shit. What you doing? <clears throat> I agree with her. Okay. Yeah, I do. All right. Even though I like that character, but still, yeah, get up and do some work, boy. <laughs> okay. So while we're still like somewhat north, do you want to talk about Arya? Is it's a really quick? Yeah. Quick. Uh, yeah, she's mad because, of course, you know they gave up Gendry. They baby. gave up Gendry for some gold, and then his little men come in there and tell me, "Hey, we spotted a." Lannister, uh, a Lannister uh, scouting party, uh, uh, you know, like so so far south. I forget what they said. So they all get a little twinkle in their eye. Hey, let's go, Jacqueline. Uh-huh. And Arya talking about. Wait a minute, you're supposed to be taking me to to Castle Rock, River Run. I mean, uh, excuse me, River Run. And they said, Yeah, well, and she says that's west. We're going because uh, they were going south. She said, But River Run's west. And that guy, I like what he told her. Well, it'll still be west two days from now. <laughs> but I like Arya. She says, you a liar. You a liar. Like she likes to say. <laughs> you a liar. You lied to me and you lied to Kendry. I hope the Lannisters kill all y'all. That's what she said. And wait, when he was talking about 
the one true God mm-hmm. showed us that that's what we need to do. So I don't worship that God. Oh, yeah, that was I, good. My God is death. Well, he said, and who's your God? And she just looked at him, death. death. And he looked kind of like. And he didn't say nothing. Mm-hmm. No. But when she talked about. I am pissed, Jack. Hey, when she talked about, you a liar. You a liar. You lied to Gendry and you lied to me. I hope them Lannisters kill all y'all. She says, I hope he kill, uh, the Lannisters kill you. I hope the Lannisters kill all y'all. And then she ran on off. I said, now, mm. I, she, I like that she, she ran bowed, off. though. I like that she ran off because you know what? She's spending too much time with them fools. Yeah. And they got too many other things they, they want to do. They got too much other shit going on. And I'm like, on. look, let's get to the point of her finding up with somebody. Something. Meeting somebody or doing something besides sitting in a freaking cave. Mm-hmm. I'm tired of the damn cave, you mm-hmm. know? Mm-hmm. So she runs off and they half ass chase her, but she's quick and small and it's yeah, dark. Yeah. So she tries to duck behind this tree and who, lo and behold, the hound snatches her ass up. Snatches her up. And he, he said, kick all you like, little wolf. Won't do you no good. Uh-huh. I like, I, I I like, like the hound, uh, though. I, well, you know. I do. Now, how do you like the hound? He's a good all the killing and shit he's done, and yet and still, you always talking shit about Jamie Lannister. Because Jamie Lannister Honey, tried to kill that little boy. And the hound killed her little friend. That little... B- butcher boy. Butcher boy. Baker boy, whatever he But was. the hound was a servant when he did that. Jamie Lannister isn't. He just did that because he caught him screwing his sister. Oh, whatever. Hell no. Anyway. Sister J wrong. But the Hound is a good henchman. I like the Hound too, but I like Jamie. I'm just saying for you Mm. to like him is kind of... No, it didn't. Okay, so let's see. So that was Arya. She was quick. Uh, We did... Oh, we haven't done Rob because we're still up in the north. That was... That was... A throwaway scene to me. I know what you're going to say about Rob. What? The first scene with Rob. Hmm. Why his mama was sitting there. Well, I mean, she's always sitting there. All of them was sitting in there, uh, you know, discussing the wedding. uh, But she's always sitting there. I don't know why her ass is always sitting there, but she always is in every scene with him. Yeah. You know, and, and th- that's annoying in, in and of itself. Because her ass need to be chained up or something. Well, she's pissed or salty or whatever she is. <clears throat> trying to warn them that she the is Fred mad because wa- he went back on his promise. He married oh, yeah. Alyssa. But that's over with. She yeah. needs to let yeah. go. Yeah, but she ain't let it go. No, I know. She don't. Yeah, she don't like it. She ain't let but it go because she, she don't like to listen. She keeps telling them, look, they got to... The rain, the storm, or whatever has made them slow down. She's like, but water afraid don't like to be held waiting. Mm. Blackfish is talking all kind of shit about water afraid, which I liked. Edmure is all salty because he's still got to marry this ugly chick. Ugly chick. And when she says, um, well, or when they say, well, he's still going to get a wedding. And she's like, but that's the wedding that he wanted. He wanted a king. I said, that bitch out. And I like what Rob said. Well, he gonna get the best match he ever could have got in his house. In his household, yeah. Mm-hmm. And kept on. And kept right on. He ain't yeah. studying his mama. No. And then he says, you know, everybody need to go get some sleep. Bye. 
Yeah. And then she giving the side eye. She's giving him the side eye as he's kissing his wife. And I'm thinking, woman, get your ass out the tear. Your ass need to be chained up anyway. You shouldn't be freely well, walking around. Even if he doesn't keep her chained up, she needs to just be somewhere else. Yes. But I think this is their way to keep her relevant in the scene or something. Well, but, it's, yeah, it's, there's a reason for it, but I'm not going to say it, but anyway. What's the reason? I, no, never mind, because I done read ahead. Oh, Sister J. Yeah, well, whatever. But anyway, that was annoying to me. Yeah. And then, uh, the only interesting thing to me about that scene is that Talissa's pregnant. Yep. That's it. Pregnant. And I don't believe she's writing to her mama. Oh, I do. I don't think so. I do. I think I, I think she's. I mean, I think she really loves Rob and everything, but I think she's still a spy, spying for somebody. I think it was to her mama, and you know, there's really nothing left in that to say in that. I mean, he's married to the chick. That's true. Kyle and he's let that other shit go, and we need to move on with it. Yeah. We need to get on with it. Mm-hmm. And especially considering we only have 10 episodes in a season, we're spending way too much time on these little periphery type stories to me. Well, you know, anyway. Okay, so let's go to, um, do you want to go to Khaleesi before we go to King's Landing? Yeah, we might as well. I- or, wait, no, Theon's. Oh yeah, let's get Theon's. This scene, shit I was off like, away. Uh, again, that was totally unnecessary. I know, totally unnecessary. I, but that guy is torturing him, so you know, this is another way that he found to torture Theon before he gelded him, because that's what he's doing. The whole scene, I was like, ugh. I can know. we just be done? Can we do- but one I- thing I can say about it, though, one thing I would like to say, and that is, even though those chicks were uh, uh, well-proportioned, you could not see their ribs. I know. That Especially was the- that blonde chick. She was very shapely, and, and you could not see their little ribs. I know. So I that, like that. that was uh, a pleasant surprise. Now, I was going to say, too, Lady Talissa had more meat on her bones, too. Yes, she did. You could see the outline of a rib, but you didn't see the full rib. Yeah, she was shaped nice, too. Yeah. So, they're starting to get more healthy-looking women in this thing. Because those two chicks that was playing uh, uh, the hose or whatever. Yeah, the hose. Uh, One was Miranda and one was Violet. That was her names. They were healthy-looking chicks. You did better than me because I didn't even bother to know what their names were. Oh, yeah. One's name, the one with the dark hair, her name was uh, Miranda. I called them and the, the two. And the blonde was Violet. I called them the two chicken head freaks. <laughs> chicken head. <laughs> chicken head. And I don't like Lord. that phrase, but I was like, oh. No. Lord, they know this motherfucker is crazy. Yeah. And Theon's dumb ass, even though he protested at first, should have known that wasn't going to be nothing. Yeah, but, I mean, he's a man. You know. Dang. If I had my finger cut off and my feet all um, tortured and screwed in, honey, please. Anyway. That'd be the last thing I When that dude about. blew that horn, I thought, uh-oh, here we go. I know. The horn did it. Mm-hmm. Here we go. I'm like, just kill him and while And while that guy was ta- uh, torturing him, talking about, uh, well, you know... Uh, I think, and, and he took out that knife 
And he says, I think we need to, like, whatever he said. Did you notice them women that was laughing in the background? He said, we all know that you're a ladies' man or you love women or something. Mm-hmm. Let's see what everybody's talking about or something mm-hmm. like that. So, And so he had two little henchmen. And then was some Hold. big, burly-looking dudes, yeah, too. Hold him down so he's going to cut off his little penis. Stuff. So, but you know what? I, I thought about that for a minute, and I thought, yeah, see, he needs that torture because what he did was unconscionable. They done raised you up. I don't care if the Starks did take your ass from the time you was eight. They didn't treat you bad. You know, they was raised up, and the first thing you do is is Rob gives you his trust, and you give him your trust. Say, yeah, I'll go deliver the message, and then you do that shit. Yeah. The the I agree. He needs to be tortured and yeah. possibly killed. Now I agree but, with the other little guy. He said, he says, have mercy, have mercy. He said, I'm showing you mercy. I ain't killing you. But <laughs> at, this, at this point, we're probably what four. Episodes of torture in, <laughs> yeah, and it's time for him to die. Yeah, that's true. Either kill his ass or let him go. Well, I, he, he probably gonna do some more stuff to him too, or torture him, and let's not see it until the last episode. I mean, why do we have to have every week a torture episode a scene? I uh, know, and then it drags on and drags on. Let's torture him once or twice. And then let's kill him. Mm-hmm. Or let's torture him once or twice and not see him again. And then we'll have to speculate all year about what happened to his ass until season four. But why do we need to see him for four episodes straight wasting time that we could have had with Khaleesi, the baby dragons who look awesome now, mm-hmm. and go on. Speaking of Khaleesi, let's go to Khaleesi and the baby dragons. I love them. Yeah, that was good. They come up on this uh, this uh, Young Kai city called Young Kai, and and uh, Sir Sir whatever his name is. Oh, the other the other dude, Barrister or something. Salmi. Salmi. Anyway. Salmi. Anyway, he's talking about hey, you know what? Uh, yeah, we can we can defeat these fools easily on the field of battle because they they breed uh, bed slaves, nothing more. And, you know, Jorah's trying to tell him, yeah, but uh, they, they ain't going to come out. The they ain't going to come out of their city. They, could, they got walls that you can't breach. They got food. that They can just wait us out. The bottom line is when she finds out there's 200,000 slaves, she's yeah. like, okay, we're going to go in there. She said, how many slaves are there in there? He said, oh, about 200,000, maybe more. And she said, and she, I love the way she deals with Jorah, though. Because he's talking about Khaleesi, we don't need to go up in there and stuff. We don't need to lose half your army. And that's when she says, well, how many slaves do you think is in there? He says, 200,000 or more. And she says, well, then that's 200,000 reasons we got to go. Exactly. I like that. I like that. And she looked at him and he kind of looked down a little bit. And, you know, okay. But I like the whole scene when they're, when the... When the the ruler of Yankai is coming and he's he's checking out Rosdal, yeah, he's checking out the Sully, you know, because they all had attention and stuff. And he got up in there talking shit, talking well, shit. Well, actually, he didn't talk shit at first. He was saying, "Hey, we brought, I brought you some gold. I and want you. We to, don't have to have no blood. Yeah, we're a peaceful we got some area. Ships. We've, I, I put some more gold on your ships. She's mm-hmm. like, ship is like, yeah, we'll give you ships." As long as you just leave us in peace, because we're not Karth, we're not we're not um, 
uh, Astapor, we just want to be gone. And so then she says, well, I have a gift for your ass, too. Your life. <laughs> your life and your other people's lives. Give all your slaves what they can carry in food, clothing, and materials, and let them be free. No, oh. she said, you're going to free all the people. Yeah. Give them uh, money and goods enough that they can carry for the servitude that they have provided to you all their days. And of course the man is going to be like, what the fuck? No, mm-hmm. I ain't doing none of that. He talking about t- uh, telling his slaves, get to go. And that black dragon, uh-uh, he ain't having it. Drag- Drogon. Drogon, he ain't having it. But wait a minute, this is the part I like too. I just like her whole manner because the whole time, from the time that fool got there until he left, she just stared him dead in the eye. Well, she was calm. Dead in the eye. She doesn't ever get upset, even when he's talking shit. And she's saying, you know, we'll set, I'll spare your life. You let them free. And he's like, no, that ain't, that ain't going to be how it (laughs) goes. And then when he said, um, I thought I was going to be safe here. Mm-hmm. And she says, well, yeah, I promise. But my dragon's having their mind. <laughs> and she says, and you just threatened their mother. And you threatened their mama. Mm-hmm. I like that line. But I like the part when he's talking about when he first got there and talking. And she's like, yeah, he's going to talk some shit. She opened up a little container with a whole bunch of raw steaks up yeah. in there. And she just threw one in the air. And, of course, all the dragons... Went for it. You see who got it too, don't you? The black one. Drogon, uh-huh. She did that to show him, hey. To show him, hey. My dragons do what I say. <laughs> or, you know, my dragons are alive and well and they don't mm. play. And when um, he went to reach for that gold and the dragon snapped, stopped him, I like that part. Mm-hmm. I like that part. I like the part when that fool left. And she says, he said he had powerful friends. You know anything about that? And she's looking at Jorah. Mm-hmm. And he says, no, Khaleesi. Khaleesi and and, and uh, he, she says, find out. We'll find out. And he gives her this look like, okay, I guess I better be on my way. <laughs> you know, and, she, quick. and she just is calm. I love it. I love the way they're doing her, though. I do, too. Because she acts like a queen. And the dragons. Oh, oh I love the dragons. And everything. Up close. Mm-hmm. Flying. Fighting, they growing. Eating, everything. I love everything. that. Everything. Mm-hmm. I love it. So, yay, Daenerys. <coughs> yeah, that was my favorite see. part of the whole show. Except for one other scene was my favorite. One of my favorite scenes. But Khaleesi. Khaleesi was my favorite character to watch this season. But my other favorite scene. Whoo. Was Tywin talking to Joffrey? Oh, that was good. Oh, that was. I had to roll that back a couple times. I know. I just love everything about this scene. And even the guy playing oh. Joffrey was good. Oh, he was good. Because he, you can see good. him trying it, but he's like, I ain't yeah. going to try it too well, much. First of all, the whole scene started out great. Here comes Tywin with two of, of Joffrey's little main little henchman guy, the, 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 the King's Guard. Right. And they're walking, of course, behind him. This is the this set the whole tone. When Tywin walked into the hall, all he did was stop walking. And you notice them them guys didn't go no further. He kind of stopped and he just kind of like cocked his head and they backed up. Yeah. And then them two at the door, they went out the door and shut the door. 
I didn't see that. Oh part, yeah, but I, it I was so good. And I thought that oh, was a wow. long as walk. He was striding too, and then yeah, oh, he was. That was he's, awesome. He's got a formidable stance. Oh and yeah, walk he just looked so formidable because he was just striding up there with his head up. And then I like when he says, "Your grace." You summoned your grace. No, he says, "Your grace." I mean, because mm-hmm. he plays the game. He yep. he gives him his little respect, and he says, "You wanted to see me." And of course, Jockey talking about, "Yeah, I understand you holding the uh, small council meetings in the Tower of the Hand." He said, "Yeah." He said, "Well, why are you doing that?" Because that's where I work. <laughs> ah! I, I loved it. it. He said, "I loved it." He said. If I had to do it over in the small council chamber, I'd have to walk all the way over there and waste time when I could be using it on other things. Yeah. And that's what I say. If I got to walk over there, I don't want to do it. Exactly. But and then when Joffrey said, but Joffrey's response was, well, but that means if I want to go to the, the small council, then I have to climb all those steps up the tower. Oh, that did that, it. When Tywin started walking up he the looked steps, at him. I was like, Ooh, he looked, but, but get it. that look, he looked at Joffrey like you stupid shit, and he walked up them steps. Well, see, what I liked about it was when he walked up, he knew he would be towering over Joffrey. He yeah. knew Joffrey wouldn't get up out his chair. Nope. He knew that would intimidate. But him. did you see Joffrey? He was like squirming a little bit yeah. too, like looking nervous. Yeah, and I like when he said, "Well, then we can have you carried." Yeah. If you want to come. We can In other words, carry. little motherfucker, I'm not moving it right. to where you want me to have it. You if have you want to come to the small <laughs> council meeting, you bring your ass over there, and I'll have someone carry your ass, your little puny ass up there mm-hmm. if you want to go. And then he starts saying, well, I hear the Targaryen girl got some dragons and stuff. How come you didn't tell me about that? No, he's saying, what, what do you know about yeah, her? Yeah, what do you know about that? He says, well, if all accounts, is it true? And he's like, well, by all accounts, it is. Or that's what people are saying. Mm-hmm. And, you know, Joffrey, to me, asked a decent question. You know, what, well, we what are you going to do about it? Yeah. What are we going to do about it? We need to talk. We need to mm-hmm. figure this out. I need to be consulted. Mm-hmm. And he's like, well, you're being consulted now. Mm-hmm. But I will make sure in the future that we consult you in these matters. When necessary. Right. Did you see that? When, when necessary. necessary. That's what he said. And Joffrey didn't say deadly. Mm-mm. He just looked at it. But this is the part that I like too. The best part was when he, go when, when he turned around. To walk off. And Okay. But he didn't say a word. Tywin. He just turned around. And you know, that's a no-no in the king's presence. Mm-hmm. He turned around and he went to stepping off those steps. And he stopped about the third step and said, your grace. But did you see him grinning as uh, he yes. was walking? Yes. Was he, he was grinning. He was Tywin was grinning. Because he's like, look, I'm going to have to take care of this little Yeah, I'm going to have to put this little mother in his place. In check. <laughs> I like that part. I love it. I had to roll that back too. And, and I really paid attention to Tywin's face and I thought, that mother is grinning. Oh, granddaddy now, what grinning. I, what I will say is that Tywin, you know, he doesn't believe in that kind of stuff, so he dismisses basically the dragons and the story yes. about her. Yes. And you know, Joffrey, even though I don't like him, he um, 
is trying to me he's like okay let's figure out what we gonna do right let's get a strategy together which is what he should be doing instead of killing up motherfucking people instead of killing up Roz thank you but you know Tywin doesn't believe in all that shit so he's not gonna really give any importance to it which means yeah and Joffrey won't yep or be able to because which is fine Tywin's with me control. well it's fine with me too but still mm-hmm. you know that's it's true so mm-hmm. We have a different perspective. But I did love that scene because, honey, it put Joffrey in his place. Oh, and it needed to happen. Nice. And there weren't any. And I said, I knew. I didn't see those guards leave. And that's why I oh, think. Oh, yeah. That's why I think Tywin was so cool and calm with it. Because he's not going to, like we said before. He he's not going to embarrass him in public Mm-mm. like Cersei will. Mm-mm. Slapping him and shit. Mm-mm. He's going to do it up close and personal mm-hmm. with veiled Threats or sarcasm. But let me tell you, and those, let him know what's those what. two uh, King's Landing uh, uh, King's Guard who follow Joffrey around. Yeah, trust me, they ain't gonna try it with Tywin. They know that he's the real boss. They know, and that's why when he stopped walking when he first entered, they stopped right there. Yeah, and they didn't go no further. Yep, and he didn't even have to say, "That's all you. That's all you need to go." All he did was stop walking, and they planted their little selves. And those, when you go back and watch that scene, and those two guys who was at the door, who came in with them, because four came in, they went out okay, and they shut the door. I didn't see all that, but oh yeah, it was. Good. I still feel like even if they were still in the room, he wasn't going to get too rowdy about it. He was no. just going to be his calm, level exactly. self, and let uh, Joffrey know who really was running shit up and down. Of course. I mean, because if know. he had to reach and get Joffrey, he, believe me, he'd do it in his quarters or something. He wouldn't do it in front <laughs> I, of anybody. Actually, I want to see that happen. <laughs> Ooh, that would be great. I want to see that happen. Okay, so the other thing at King's Landing was a little boring for me, and that was Shay and, and uh, Tyrion. That was a little boring. You know. I liked it because we needed to see mm. the reaction of Shay. We needed to see that. Because yeah, we well. knew it was going to happen. We didn't get to see it. In the episode where he tells them about mm-hmm. the marriage and what's going to happen. We, we They skipped it because, you know, they had to get on with the other stuff. Mm-hmm. So we needed to see her arguments. And he's trying to give her a gift. And he's telling her he's going to love her and keep her. And she's like, no. And I'm still got to wipe uh, Sansa's ass and be your hoe and everything else. No, I'm not going to do all that. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. He's like, well, it won't be that way. I'll keep you in a nice place, and I'll have a guard for you. And if we have children, I'll do what I can for them. She's like, oh, and I, you think I want to have kids knowing that your father at any minute can come and have their throat slit? Which is a good point. If he found out that they even existed. Right. Mm-hmm. This is a good point. Of which, course, because that's what which he Which he will. He would find out mm-hmm. at some point. And so I liked seeing that scene, even though it was short and it was kind of, you know, taking up time we needed to see it in my opinion Mm. i also what i really liked also was sansa and marjorie scene and that was very good that was a good scene to me that was very good because marjorie pretty nearly admitted she was a hoe but she (laughs) no she did admit it but no she caught herself she did admit it but sansa is too slow to catch up i know she's too dumb Marjorie was telling all her shit. All her shit. But I liked it because Sansa, you know, uh, acknowledges the fact that she's stupid. Yeah. 
about this area mm-hmm. that she she thought she was really going to have a chance to be happy, which was that we knew that was not going to work. Mm-hmm. And um, she always thought that being in King's Landing and marrying a prince and all this that's was going to be always the, give her happiness and mm-hmm. blah blah. And that's not her fault. That's how she was raised. But mm-hmm. when she got there, she should have seen the effing light, you know. Yeah. But anywho. But I really like how Marjorie said, okay, look, let's break this shit down. Is Tyrion mean to you? Is he always kind to you? And she's like, well, yeah, he's always been kind. She's like, well, then, hey. She said, yeah, can- but he's a dwarf. And I laughed. I said, yeah. Mm-hmm. Honey, please. She's like, and Marjorie was cracking me up because to me, it sounded like Marjorie was ready to get with Tyrion. <laughs> because she said, she said, well, He's quite handsome, and the scar makes him even more handsome. I, that, that, and I was like, that's ooh, what got me. I thought, Marjorie, Marjorie! Got the hot material. Yeah, and then she said, and you know, she says, and I hear he's very experienced. And see, Sansa don't know none of this, yeah. because Catelyn didn't teach her none of that shit. Nothing. She needs the look, everybody needs a whole friend to teach them <laughs> how shit really supposed to go. Ooh, a whole friend, yeah. Everybody got but one. But when she said, oh, man, you you know all these things. What, did your mother teach you all this about it? And that's when Marjorie's like, um, uh, yeah. Oh, you sweet, no, she says, oh, you sweet girl, yes. Like, of course. You dumbass. <laughs> well, no, she, but I like that she was telling her, not just that, she's telling her, look, some women like tall men, some like short, bald, bald. fat. And she said some ugly. women like girl, pretty girls. Yeah. <laughs> ugly, short. There's something for everyone. And she says, and unfortunately, not many of us get to sample a lot before we die. She said women. Women. Us get women. To sample we, it. Right. Sample and find out what we like before we die. So you Before know. we get old. Yeah. And which was true. And I think that mm-hmm. helped ease Sansa a little bit. I think it did. Put it in perspective. Look, if you had to marry any of them motherfuckers, Tyrion's the one to a- go at with. Least because nice. at least he's nice. Mm-hmm. He don't really love you, so you really only have to endure sex for once or twice. Like with Cersei, too. Yeah. With Loras. He don't want her, and he, he don't, don't like women. Her. So he, she'd only have to endure it once or twice to have a kid, and mm-hmm. then that's it. And then go on about your business. So at least Tyrion's nice. He's always been nice to her, blah, mm-hmm. blah, blah. So I like that scene with her and Marjorie. And I yeah, like Marjorie anyway. I like Marjorie anyway, but when she said, oh, you sweet girl, yes. Uh-huh. I was dying laughing. That I thought, yeah. was funny. That was her, because I think at that moment, Marjorie really understood. She always knew Sansa was uh, a novice and, and innocent, but I think at that point, at that moment, uh, she really understood how naive Sansa is. She's always known that. Yeah, That's how she's but, been able to get over on her and right. manipulate her. And do, she knows. She's been knowing that. Yeah, I know. But and to me, also that like, just really solidified it for me. Also, I like the scene with Bronn and Tyrion talking oh, about the funny. marriage. And I thought it was funny, too. Bronn is a trip, though. I like Bronn. He said, look, you're a lord, she's a lady. That's what you're supposed to do. He said, yeah, but I've never been with anyone quite that young. And he said... Well, how young? Well, how, yeah, how young? He said, older. He said, how much older? He said, older. And he says, well, look, all you got to do is put a, put a baby in the start girl and bed the other one. He's like, well, Shay's going to be so, uh, you know, how am I going to marry her and and still Mm -hmm. stay with Shay? 
And Bronze like, well, just keep her. Yes, yeah, like, she a hoe. You know, keep her. You couldn't mm-hmm. have married her no how. Yeah. And when he said, don't you be putting no evil thoughts. He just, no, I he said, I don't you, he says, you just don't want to admit it, but you want to sleep with someone. Yeah. And he said, don't put evil thoughts in my head. I have enough, enough in there. evil ones in my mind. And Bronze said, he says, I don't pay you to put evil thoughts in my head. And Bronze, I love Bronze, though. He said, that's right. You pay me to kill people that bother you. I like that. The evil thoughts come free. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I love that. I love that. But when Braun said that, I started going, ooh, he maybe does want to well, sure. get with But Monica. I like what Braun told him, too. He said, look, you worry too much about being liked by people. He said, you be the most well-liked dead man in the city. Yeah. That was very, very true, true see. Yep. So, you know, he did. But I think... I think Braun was hitting the nerve, too, because, yeah. Yeah, he did. Yeah. yeah. And Shay has been saying it, but he keeps denying it, but... Yeah. You know, Tyrion is a... What do you call it? Womanizer. Womanizer. Yeah. Yeah. He likes that's variety. How we, that's, how, that's how we were first introduced to right. him. And he has only really mm-hmm. cared for two women, and they was both hoes. Yep. The hoe that they tricked him into thinking was a real girl. Yep. That but he she married. Was a hoe that he married. And Shay, who he knows is a hoe, but he fell in love with her. Yep. But still, that's the only two. Yep. And knowing that he can't last with her because his daddy. Now, then we get to the scene with him and Shay where he's trying to give her them a necklace and kind of bribe her. We maybe already got with it. I'll go back to that scene. When um, she's trying to say, well, yeah, you said she was pretty one minute and then now you're going to have to marry her and this and that and the other. You know, I think he didn't really have much to say, but she's been saying that same thing for a couple of weeks. Yeah, now. but Shay had me cracking up. Chains, gold chains, that's what you're giving me. <laughs> Shay don't mess around, Mm-mm. So, anyway. And then, let's Poor see. Tarion. The last thing at in that King's, King's Landing, Landing area was um, Melisandre and Gendry on the boat. Passing by Blackwater Bay to get back to uh, Dragonstone mm-hmm. or wherever they're going. Mm-hmm. And um, her finally revealing to him, which I like that part. I like that scene. That he is blood of a king. He's like, mm-hmm. I'm just a bastard. She's like, yeah, but you're Robert Baratheon's bastard. And then she lists all his titles. Well, king she of the said, She said Robert's bastard, House of Baratheon. Yeah. I, I like the way she says I know, it, too. I like how they all Baratheon. do the titles. House of Baratheon, King of the Ondals, first of his name, and all that stuff. I love when they do that. So, I liked that they acknowledged it and actually told him who mm-hmm. he was. She's like, why did you think the Gold Cloaks wanted you? Mm-hmm. you know. And see, then, you, but you could see that. You could see in Gendry's mind, he was putting that shit together. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because they was hunting him down. Yeah, but he mm-hmm. didn't have no idea why. Yeah, see. And then when they did get the boy with the with the bull mask on, because that boy, one blonde boy had uh, yeah. uh, stolen from him. I mean, he's putting all that shit together, I'm sure. See. There is power in the king's blood. blood. But I like that whole scene when, you know, they showed a, a, an aerial view of their ship going into Blackwater Bay. And he yes. says, what happened here? And she says, that's the wildfire. wildfire. And she says, but I wasn't here. As if to, you know, explain to him, look, had I been here, none of this shit would have been happening. Well, I don't think it would have either. Yeah, but probably not. 
<clears throat> but she, she would have had another smoke baby or something. Something. Mm. Or she would have used that wildfire to her advantage. <laughs> but like, another oh. thing that was really interesting, I thought, is we learned uh, 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 more about her. She was a slave, and her mother was a slave. Yeah. And uh, until she said the God of light, you know, reached down and, and, and brought her up. So, yeah, she knows all about being lowborn. Because he said, I'm lowborn. She, no, you're not. Your so, mama was, but your daddy wasn't. Uh-huh. It equaled it out. Uh-huh. So that's a, that was a good scene. Okay, so on to our last scenes with Jamie and Brienne. Damn. I liked all this. Now, oh, man. Okay, first, first of all. First of all. Jamie goes to see Brienne. Drink a drink, y'all. MK's yeah. drinking game's in full effect. Yeah, MK's drink a uh, uh, a game is in this full effect. This to me was kind of a sad scene. Well, it was a very interesting scene. Interesting. I really liked this scene. I did too. And one thing I noticed too, this was the first time I didn't notice it when they were sitting at dinner with Lord Bolton, but when Jamie came into her 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 uh, dungeon room and she stood up, that dress they had her in that was too big. Did you notice that? It was huge. It was too big for her, though. It was, uh, it, you could tell by the shoulders or something. I thought, oh, poor, poor. Well, then who the hell they Brienne. made it for? I don't know. It was some big-ass woman, though, but. It's probably a man pretend to be a woman. It could be. For it could be. Mm-hmm. Because, see, no, yeah. So, you know. Anywho, but when he comes in there and, you know, sh- to say goodbye. I know. And. She asked him, well, do you know what's to become of me? Mm-hmm. That was kind of sad, the way she said it. And he's like, well, you know, um, Lord Bolton's going to be leaving tomorrow to go to the, the twins for the Tully or whatever, the Frey yeah, marriage. Frey wedding. <clears throat> the Tully Frey marriage or whatever. And then you're going to stay here. She's like, with Locke. Yeah. And when she said with Locke. Did you, you see, see his Jamie's face? face like, oh, shit. Well, what can I do? Because he's tried, you I know. know. And so, so she makes she just I mean she kind of changes the subject a little bit yeah. and was like, look, when she let when Callan let you go, we both swore to her and you made the promise to, um, and you need to keep that promise and consider oh, because he said, I owe you my life. That's what, I owe you, I owe a, you a debt. debt. And and that's when she said, you know, well when the, she let you go, you made a promise, see that promise through and consider the debt paid. So I liked how she just kind of turned it around so he wouldn't think. Well, what she said was, when we left King's Landing, we both made a promise. Not King's Landing. Uh, uh, excuse me, um, Catelyn. We both made a promise. Right. And that was, and she was letting him know, we both made a promise, but I'm not going to be able to keep it. mine because I know they're going to be killing my ass. Right. So and, you and have so, to do it. So you have to keep that promise for me and your own promise and consider your debt paid. Yeah. And that's when he said, I promise I'll return the Stark girls to their mama. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That ain't going to happen, though. But anyway, um, at, uh, when she said to him, goodbye, Sir Jamie, I, I almost Did teared up. you see up. his eyes watering Yeah, because he bit? understood what that meant. Yeah. She didn't say Kingslayer. Kingslayer, she didn't say, see you later, goodbye, Sir Jamie. Yeah. Because she knew what her fate was going to be. Well, to me, more than that, oh, it wasn't I felt the so goodbye bad. part. It was the Sir Jamie part. It was the Sir that Jamie. I think he teared up about. Because yes. it's like she has acknowledged that he is honorable. She he gave him is, that respect. Right. She gave him that mm-hmm. respect 
from another knighted person, person. or yeah. soldier or whatever that he's not had. Mm-hmm. And so to me, and then yeah, the goodbye part, but I mean, to me, the Sir Jamie part touched him more. It really did, but I think it touched him also because I think the reason he was tearing up is because not only that, he understood she gave him the respect that he would give probably some some night before he was going to kill him or something. But also because <clears throat> he acknowledged that she knew that she wasn't going to survive. And, and well, I think he felt... each other anymore. Yeah, yeah. And I think he felt really bad about that. Oh, yeah. Yeah. So... So... Okay, so then we um, get to where Jamie's leaving. And what? They're out in the middle of nowhere. No, they're at Harrenhal. Jamie's leaving Harrenhal. Oh, and um, Lord Bolton, of course, is trying to reiterate. Okay, make sure you tell your dad, daddy, that, that uh, I let you go, and I'm and I didn't have nothing, nothing to do with chopping off your hand. Thank you. Mm-hmm. I like what Jamie said, though. He said, uh, "Tell the Lannisters uh, I won't be able to make the wedding." <laughs> the phrase. The phrase. Uh, uh, yeah. The, no, he said the Starks or whoever. Yeah, yeah. he says. Uh, and and convey my my sympathies to, to to the Starks. I won't be able to make the wedding right yeah. as he was riding. Off. That, that lock guy. Oh man, he's fucking with him as he's riding off too. Saying, oh, "We'll take care of you, girl." Oh yeah, we'll take care we'll of your take friend. Good care of her tonight or whatever he mm-hmm. said. So then when they're out, you know they've ridden off, and um, Kyburn, who I kind of like, I kind of like him too. He's um, trying to look at Jamie's stump and make sure it's healing it's, properly it's healing and stuff. And so Jamie starts asking him, so why did they take your train? Because you're really good. You're a lot better than... Than Master Pycelle. Yeah. Because, you know, Master Pycelle probably don't do shit. Probably and, don't. Um, he's like, well, you know, to understand disease, you have to really study disease and get to know it. Well, first Jamie said, oh, so what, what was your thing? Did you touch boys? one young boy too many? And he says, well, no, that's not my weakness. And he says, so what's your weakness? He said, and that's when he said, well... To know a disease, you got to study a yeah. disease. And Jamie looked at him and said, "Oh, you so do what you do?" Experiments on the living. Yeah. Well, but you know, a doctor would have to. Yeah. And he said, "Well, or dying men." He's like, "Oh, without yeah. their permission, you know, without their consent." Like, yeah, probably. But, but and he's so saying, they, I like that. But he kind of is saying, "Look, I've learned so many things about how the body works and." how to heal things, and I've saved many lives. Well, first he asked Jamie, how many people have you killed? And Jamie said, he said 50, 100. Jamie says, mm, don't know. A lot. He's like un- uncountable. Yeah, he says uncountable or uncertain or, or something. And he says, oh, I like the sound of that. And then that's when Clyburn says, well, how many people have you saved? I love this. And Jamie said 500,000. Half a million. Yeah. He half said a half million. a million. And Kyburn looked at him like, Looking oh. at what? And he it's says, like, all of King's Landing. All the people in King's Landing. Boop. Boop. Okay, let's go to our iTunes reviews first. Okay, cool. <clears throat> We've got um, one, looks like from AMC, titled, hey. Love It. Hey, AMC. These two ladies have entertaining and insightful talk about this awesome TV series. I always look forward to listening to their opinions on the show and also love their wonderful community of fans that provide great feedback. Thank you, ladies, for a great podcast. Five stars by AMC. Oh, thank you, AMC, for that five-star review. Thank you, AMC. 
And our next um, piece of feedback is from, let's see. Is this iTunes? iTunes. Uh, Cash Money 169. (laughs) Cash Money. (laughs) This is by far the best podcast available. These sisters tell it like it is, and they say exactly what you were thinking when you were watching Thrones. (laughs) Only thing better would be to watch Thrones with them. No, that would be comedy gold. (laughs) Keep on keeping it on. Cash Money 169, five stars. Thank you, Cash Money, for that five-star review. Thank you, Cash Money. (laughs) Okay, so uh, let's get on to our email feedback. Okay, cool. Our first one is from... Uh, looks like Jasmine. Hey, Jasmine. You ladies are jazz man, excuse me. Oh, jazz man. Are wonderful. You make Game of Thrones seem like it's even more fun than it actually is. <laughs> HBO should be sending you gold and flowers. <laughs> I agree. Hello. Yes, they should. Uh huh. I only wish you were also doing Mad Men. Oh, shit. I listen. No. no, sorry. Hell no. I listened to your Game of Thrones podcast in a car full of black women today, and you have them all cracking up, <laughs> even though they don't even watch the show. <laughs> but now they want to start watching. Go ahead on. Jazz Man. Thank you, Jazz Man. Thank you, Jazz Man. But now, uh, this is the J. I won't be watching no Mad Men. No, I no. don't think so. It's either. not my cup of tea. Not no. There's so much other things to watch. And it's just not my. I've cup never of tea. started watching it, and I think it's like five or six seasons now. Mm. So, anyway, so thank you, Jasmine, and tell all those ladies to please listen. Please listen and send us some feedback. Send us some feedback, and we'll read it on the air for you. <laughs> <laughs> okay, our next email is from. Oops, hold on. Estelle. Hey, Estelle. Um, hi, lady. Hey, sisters. It's Estelle, the Frenchie from Japan. Ooh, yeah. Remember? Yeah. I hope you had a good weekend and enjoyed the bear and the maiden fair more yep. than I did. To answer your comments about my last email, the episodes that G.R.R. Martin wrote on season one and two were the Pointy Inn and Blackwater. So, well, oh. I expected greatness. But damn, there were more bad scenes than good ones in last night's episode. I don't know which was the worst. Rob and his naked lady... Or Theon and his naked lady. <laughs> now, that's true. That is Theon true. Theon and the naked... Good point, yeah. uh, Estelle, but I think Theon wins hand down. That's the worst. Mm-hmm. I don't mind nakedness if it comes with some good dialogues, but those two scenes were boring and annoying in yeah. caps. I agree. They only serve to prove that those two boys think with the thing between their legs. Well... Rob's married to the chick. Yeah, so, Rob's I mean, married. I'm okay so. with the Rob and Talissa scene. Yeah. You know, the Theon scene definitely was uh, annoying. It needs to go. It didn't even need it to be It was disturbing, there. too. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Now that Theon got his removed, maybe he'll wise up. As for Rob, we'll see what that gets him. Good thing we got to see Danny. She totally owned that episode. Yeah. She's one fierce queen. And her babies look good. They sure do. At that point, she's the only one I'm rooting for, and I feel sorry for her enemies. Mm-hmm. I was very much looking forward to the bear fight, but it was a bit underwhelming as a book weed reader. Mm. Anyway, I can't wait to hear your opinions about the episode. As for myself, I've got my fingers crossed for the next one. It better deliver the goods. Abiento, Estelle. Thank you, Estelle. Thank you, Estelle. Very much. And you know what, Estelle? Since I don't read the books, the bear scene was awesome to me. It was so shocking. I had 
totally never expected anything like that. Yeah. And I just really, really like that whole scene. I like the scene, too. And I think it's, you know, it's a real, you have to go from a book where they can describe in detail. In a movie with a real bear, you can't be doing all that because that bear might really swipe somebody. And, you know, just as a person who likes to write and everything, I can tell y'all, the book is always going to be more visual than the movie version because, as Sister Kay pointed out, you can put all kinds of description and stuff in the book. You can pace Pace the uh, tension and everything in a movie. You got to get to it. Got to get well, and uh, I think the main thing is that fact that you have a real bear. You have a real bear, and that thing was snarling and shit. Ooh, but thank you, Estelle. Thank you, Estelle. Okay, our next email is from Used to Be Down, and the title is or the subject line is pathetic. Mm. How come you are not up to speed on your uploads? You are two weeks behind, and like me, losing a lot of people. I drop your feed from my app and hope you get your stuff together and come correct next season and not half-step like this season. Should have known by the name Sista what kind of production was going to come out of it. <laughs> used to be down. That's all I wrote. Used to be down. Well, since used to be down dropped our feed, then used to be down won't be uh, able to hear this. But you know what? Go fuck a duck. <laughs> <laughs> what I got Ooh. to say to you. Kiss my beautiful black ass. Kiss mine too. Shit. Where the sun Dumb mother effer. First of all, <laughs> like me, losing a lot of people. Oh, please. What does that mean? <laughs> We're not losing nobody. We're not losing people nobody. people that listen to us know we have sometimes get behind. We got issues. Uh, you know what? I ain't well, even you know gonna what? explain that shit. And then, wait, got the nerve to fucking say, by the name Sister, what kind of production oh, it's going to be. Oh, trying to get some racial shit going. Racial. You motherfucker. Mo- yeah. Motherfucker, don't listen to us no more. Yeah, don't Her listen to us. Oh shit. Yeah. Oh, fuck off. You trying to say something. Trying to read somebody. Trying to say some stupid shit. Mm. Okay, so we let's go on to our next piece of feedback. Oh, since we on the negative thing, huh? Go ahead. All right. Well, this, you know, another negative we got. Some stupid fool. What their name is. Their name is Studios of Mr. Wells. What kind of stupid shit is that? Anyway, he said, wow, a whole week late and another episode has shown. Maybe you guys should just start on Breaking Bad and not fall behind. What the hell does that mean? Anyway, all of my other podcasts of Game of Thrones are current, and you haven't done episode. (laughs) And you haven't done episode eight and nine showed last night, so you were like going on three weeks behind. You a damn lie. (laughs) (laughs) Anyway, anyway, okay. (laughs) Then he says. Then he says, "Time, time to throw in the towel and subscribe to the others." That be on time with their updates. I know. CPT. Oh, this motherfucker. (laughs) Okay. Hell no. Hell no. Hell no. First of all, don't need to get fucking racial. Second of all. Ain't that the truth? You are a lie because we was on episode seven and eight, not eight and nine. Oh, he's stupid. And if you are any kind of no three weeks real behind. listener, that's what I'm saying. If yeah. you are a real listener, you know us enough said. And what the hell is this stupid Breaking Bad uh, 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 reference? 
What the hell is that? People, it's a it's a TV show. People well, I know what it is, but it, it ain't got nothing to do with Sister Speak. They're trying to say, mm. leave Game of Thrones and go to Breaking Bad, but that doesn't make any sense because... It don't make no sense. If we're late, we're late. And like I told this stupid joker, which is what I call his stupid ass, it ain't like you have to pay money or nothing. Thank you. So what you complaining about? This is free shit. If you don't like it, don't listen. Don't listen. Shit. That goes for all y'all All y'all motherfuckers. All y'all motherfuckers out there. You know what? I really think people want to get red. I really do. Oh, you think they do this on purpose so we'll get mad? I think they do it on purpose so they can get red. I think people <laughs> want to get told off. Dumb motherfuckers. They do, because why else would you write some bullshit knowing that we're sister speaking? This is what we do on occasion. We have mm-hmm. lives mm-hmm. and families, like I told the motherfucker. We have other things to do, and sometimes, yes, the podcast is a priority, but sometimes life gets in the way, hey, well. and we catch it up. But if you don't like that, keep it fucking moving. Yeah, keep it moving. Go to the next. Go and somewhere else. And if you else. think they're better... Because they are on time. Well, keep it moving. Yeah. And don't waste no time sending us some bullshit. Yeah. And, and what if the- you think you're going to read somebody, like I also said, we could read way harder and longer than any mm, of y'all. Mm, mm. Boop. Boop. Don't send no more shit. Don't send no shit, y'all. What is Unless the you really- studios of Mr. Wells? What the fuck is that? Anyway. Especially if you don't want to get read. Hell no. Okay. Don't don't send me no more shit. Let's get on to our real people and our real listeners and their feedback. Thank that you. Matters. Come on, Sister K. Thank you. Okay, our next one is from Van. Hey, Van. Hey, Van. How you doing, dear sisters? This episode was a hot mess. <laughs> the theme scene was gratuitous and unnecessarily. Yeah. Boop. I agree. <laughs> I know HBO has to fill their nudity quota. But this torture porn stuff is not entertaining. I know. Not only does Theon get his little Theon cut off, but those girls are probably sex slaves and prisoners themselves. Yep. There's absolutely no plot advancing, and it's so frustrating. I agree. I agree. Jamie and Brienne continue to be the best part of the episode. Yep. The most poignant scene for me was not the bear pit, but the goodbye scene. I know. Yes. I know. When Brienne calls him Sir Jamie... Jamie becomes speechless. Yep. This is the first time in probably a long time where someone has shown Jamie respect. I think in some ways, Brienne is the knight that Jamie always wanted to be. When they get to King's Landing, I think Jamie will vouch for her. Yep. Oh, yes, he will. Oh, yes, yes he, he will. will. The only other good thing about this episode is Danny's dress because she looked gorgeous. Didn't she, though? Excited to hear what you ladies think, Van. Thank you, Van, Thank for you, that Van. wonderful email. And yes, I agree. I teared up when she said goodbye, Sir Jamie. Yeah. I mean, it, it that just conveyed so much information and, and his reaction to it. And then, uh, yeah, I do. I did like Khaleesi's dress. I mean, she looked good the whole episode. Yes, yeah, she and, did. And I like the way she engaged that guy. She just, she just had perfect eye contact. She didn't waver. She didn't look away. She didn't do nothing. She was great. Perfect. Yeah, she was great. Okay, our next email is from Bunny. Hey, Bunny. 
Hey, Sister J and Sister K. I really enjoyed this episode. I think they covered everyone. I love seeing how big the dragons are. Not too cute anymore. Quite formidable. Yep. I love how Danny spoke to the man, and it seems that she has come into her own. Mm -hmm. I also enjoyed Sansa and Marjorie's conversation regarding men in bed. Uh Uh-huh. So her mom taught her everything she knows. I used that line a few times. (laughs) (laughs) My mom told me how, or I read it in my books, works. Can anyone say next? (laughs) I felt so bad for Brienne fighting that bear. Mm. A wooden sword. Can anyone say kill lock? Yes. I have changed my mind again. I love Jamie, and we all make mistakes like sleeping with our kin and pushing children from a tower. (laughs) (laughs) But he is redeeming himself. He is. To go rescue Brienne was heartfelt. I love him now, and I'm sure Brienne looks at him differently, too. I... Or looks at him differently also. Yep. I think when he gets back to King's Landing, things will be viewed differently by him. Yep. Yep. I will stop now and await your podcast to hear what y'all think. Yes, I am the woolly mammoth. Don't go telling Tim I'm old. I'm just very protective and have lots of experience with men. My mom taught me and I read a lot of books on the subject. Till next week, be well, sisters. Bunny. Now, Bunny, don't you find it strange that Sister K would remember that particular piece of uh, information? Mm. Hi, because you're the saber tooth. Oh, please, I am not. That's what we came up with last. Uh. Or I think it was. Um, you know, I, I'm, I'll get it wrong. Who, whoever it, yeah. it was that said. Um, Sabretooth, but I anyway. do remember her, Bunny, saying the woolly mammoth But thing. thank you, Bunny, and I do have to admit to Bunny that I am I, I am changing my opinion slightly of uh, Jamie. Oh, I've already, I've always liked Jamie. Yeah, well, <laughs> whatever. And I can admit, though, and I like um, the Hound, even though I know he's bad, but I can admit that. Mm. It's Jay, you just can't. Mm. Okay, our next email is from Paris. Hey, Paris. And his subject line is Game of Thrones episode 7. Now you know that was some fucked up shit. <laughs> Hello again, sisters. This one will be brief. I guess there is no way around it. I'm starting with Theon scene. Damn, mm. damn, damn. That was some disturbing, horrible shit. It was. I cringed and had to make sure I was still all there. Wow. Was anybody else getting flashbacks to Varys' story? <laughs> yes. OMG. Yes. <clears throat> I don't know who this torturer guy is, but he can leave now. Mm-hmm. I pray that next episode they reveal that they tricked us and Theon is still intact. <clears throat> On to less depressing things. Daenerys Stormborn, mother of dragons, liberator of all slaves everywhere, was not having it this episode. That's right. She don't want your gold and she don't want your busted ass ships. She has come such a long way from the little girl we saw in season one. Mm -hmm. I'm so ready for her to take King's Landing. I can't stand it. Also, those dragons are getting big. Yes. When she threw that piece of meat up in the air and the dragons literally whipped around right in front of the ambassador's face, I thought, go ahead, show them what you're working with. (laughs) Although I love how powerful and confident she is becoming as the Khaleesi, I can't help but wonder when she'll encounter something that will give her a run for her money. Mm-hmm. After all, the sorcerers are still out there. Yep. Yes, honey. I just have one thing to say about King's Landing. Tyler Lannister looked down his nose at Joffrey and basically said, 
Your little ass ain't about shit. <laughs> I loved it. I loved In it. In that brief exchange, you realize that Joffrey's time of running the kingdom unchecked is about to be up. Oh, yeah. I say he gets one more little temper tantrum before he gets the fire knocked out of his mouth. Mm. Lastly, I think Sir Jamie is officially on the road to redemption. Sister Jay, you can't tell me you didn't feel a little tinge of something when he turned around and went back to save Brienne. That's true. Whether romance develops, develops between these two or not, I think they are going to be bound together for a while. Yeah. I can't wait to see where things go from here, Paris. Thank you, Paris, Thank for you, that Paris. email. And yeah, I, yeah, I did change. My, like I said, I changed my opinion just slightly on uh, Jamie when he went back to help Brienne. Because that was... That was really, I, I mean, he was well on his way to King's Landing. He didn't have to do that. So, yeah, that was that was something. <clears throat> I like that he did. it. Yeah, too. that was redeemable. And I'm not sure it'll be a romantic either. And I, I don't actually think so. Kind of hope it's not. Yeah. It At least not, not for a while. I think I think she I will develop to be, to be a confidant. Yeah. Friends. Mm-hmm. Somebody he can Which, talk to. Honestly, it doesn't matter if they're friends or lovers. Sarah's ain't going to like none of it. She ain't going to like it. Neither of it. Yeah. You know, so. Mm-mm. Thank you, Paris. Thank you, Paris. Okay, our next email is from um, Tim. Hey, Tim. Hi, sisters. I'm not sure if this audio file works for you. Um, if it doesn't, please make sure you shout out to Bunny with the clean plate and all. <laughs> <laughs> and let her know that I gave it my best shot. Tim. Tim. Okay. Hey, Tim, we tried to play your audio, but it's in a format that yeah, we, we can't, can't get, get to because we have an old version of GarageBand. So, oh, he don't need to know all that techno stuff. Well, that's what just it, that, he sent a GarageBand file. Oh, we so, just need an MP3. Yeah, so if you can, you should be able to, if you go to share, it'll let you convert it to an MP3. And send it again. and Or put it through your iTunes and then send the file that way. And yep. then we'll be able to play it until um, one of us gets a newer computer. <laughs> <laughs> Something. Well, hey, you know what? Just make it an MP3. Yeah, do an MP3, yeah, Tim. And I'm way. sure Bunny will love it whenever we can get to it. Well, we'll love it, too, because we want to hear what you sound like. Yes, we do. All right. All right. Okay, our next email is from... Toya. Hey, Toya. Hey, sisters. Hope all is well. Can I just say that I love Bunny? Yeah. Laughing my ass off. She is too funny. I know. Remind me to go in the house while she is walking her freaking dragons. <laughs> <laughs> I must thank you, sisters, for putting together such a fine podcast that allows all of us listeners to talk about a show that we all love and have such a fun time doing so. So thanks, sisters. You're welcome. You're welcome. And I love Bunny, too. I do love her. Yeah. <clears throat> now, on to this last episode. I don't have any more fucks to give about this Theon storyline. <laughs> I like that, Toya. I don't have any more fucks to give. <laughs> I love that. I want to use that. Yeah, we got to use that one. I am over it with all this torture. Agreed. Yeah. First, he is freed, only to be led right back to being tortured. Then he has his pinky all sliced and stabbed. Up, only to have him set, only to have him set up with two hookers in my Lafayette voice, two hookers <laughs> to get him all aroused, only to have his wood chopped. Mm. Laugh out loud, Lord have mercy, shaking my head enough already. I know. Just go on and kill the man. Sheesh, three weeks of this is enough, don't you think? Yes. Yes, I do. I agree with you, honey. Mm-hmm. I don't trust that to Lisa. 
I, I know. think she is going to be the death of Rob. He better watch his back with her. Something about her just don't seem right. Something's up. Now on to a lady that seems to know what she is doing, Danny. She is not to be played with. Mm-mm. She is freeing slaves and gathering her army. Go ahead, Danny. Y'all see her babies? Those dragons looked awesome. Yeah. That dude hurried up and got his ass out of there. Laugh out loud and leave my gold right there, mister. <laughs> Love the scene with Joffrey and Tywin. Tywin's presence was so large, you can tell that Joffrey's little behind is scared of granddaddy. Oh, yeah. Tywin is sick of that boy, and he let him know who was really running things. Mm-hmm. You see that smirk when he walked away? Yeah. Laugh out loud. I, I did. Know. I loved it. Also, love how Jamie went back to save his boo. That was... <laughs> his boo. His boo. <sighs> that was a good scene, too. How are they going to have poor Brienne fighting a bear with a wooden, a damn wooden stick. That's mean. She is one tough broad, though. I gotta give it to her. Had I been there, that bear would have been chasing me around. (laughs) 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 Yeah, I'd be running around in circles. Chasing me around in circles till one of us got tired. to fight no damn grizzly bear. No way. Oh, Toya. Oh, that's funny. Last thing I want to mention was the conversation between Marjorie and Sansa. Yeah. She basically told her, don't (laughs) knock that midget dick till you try. (laughs) Oh, Toya. (laughs) She says, laugh out loud. Sorry, Sister Kay. Let me be politically correct. (laughs) That little person penis. (laughs) Honey, word on the street is that Tyrion is a beast in them sheets. Laugh out loud. I heard they call him Little Little Big Finger, if you know what I mean. (laughs) Wink, wink, rousing my ass off. See y'all next week. Have a good one, Toya. Thank you, Toya, for that funny email. Oh, that's funny. That's awesome. Oh, Lord. (sighs) Okay, um, let's get on to our next piece of feedback. It looks like it's a voicemail, so let me play that now. Okay. Hey, sisters, this is Brother Ray. Uh, first of all, I have to say that I've been a um, faithful listener for a while, and I should have known better than to listen to your podcast while I was in a waiting area for uh, jury duty. Bunny, bunny, bunny. <laughs> wow. Your voicemail made me laugh out loud. I'm sure there are people around me was wondering what the hell I was <laughs> as it should be, my lady. Now on to them thrones got to say that while I like Jamie's character, he is not a good guy. I mean, he's in for only himself. I'm just happy that he likes and respects that about him throwing Bran out the window. And let's not forget he killed his own cousin while he was, you know, captured by Rob Stark. If he didn't care about Brienne, she'd be dead. Uh, coming back about Talisa, something about her writing her mother, if that's who she was writing, in a different language makes me feel that, that something is up. I mean, can she really tell that she's pregnant or is ploy? I, I don't know. Because it already seems to me that Lord Bolton has a different agenda, you know, letting Jamie return to King's Landing. That doesn't look good for our boy Rob, and I, I think he's in trouble. Uh, also, no love for Sansa. Her brothers and sisters are out roaming the countryside where she's nice and cozy in King's Landing. 
you know, she thought she was going to marry Lawrence, she had the nerve to ask Shay if she thinks that they would allow her family to attend. I was like, I know you're not that naive. In the middle of a war, come on. Um, next, ladies, the Theon storyline, please let it end. I need to tell us what the hell is going on. I am so turned off by it. Time to wrap it up. Uh, lastly, when Danny was presented the goal to leave and she declined and he called her mad, it made me think. Like, mad? I mean, let's face it, Danny is a Targaryen. I mean, she has the blood of the Mad King. Do you think she's losing focus or is she becoming power hungry or I, I don't know what her new title implies. Is she just now the breaker of chains and that's her new goal? I mean, I hope not. I love Danny. But so far, this show has made us dislike people that we really like. So I'm hoping they don't make us dislike Danny. Uh, as always, I love your podcast and uh, the way you include and encourage all your fans. Uh, you guys are the best. Also, I gotta say <laughs> thanks everybody for your nice comments. Um, y'all gonna make a brother blush. Anyway, later, Brother Ray. Ooh, Brother Ray! Hey, brother Ray! Go ahead and blush, brother, because your voice is sounding good. It does sound good, Dang. brother Ray. I have to say. Mm-hmm. It does sound good. It does sound good. And, um, yes, Bunny was hilarious last week. Oh, yeah. You cannot Thank watch you. us if you're in a serious location. Oh, yeah. And, or listen uh, to us if you're in a serious location. But, you know, even though you was in the waiting area uh, uh, listening while you were waiting uh, to be called for jury duty, at least you wasn't, like, actually in a trial or something. Oh, yeah. <laughs> you're supposed to have your cell phone Yeah, yeah. So, uh-huh. But yeah. uh, I agree with uh, with your comments about the Danny character, though. I don't believe that was a reference to her being mad or anything. I think the reason why she is so um, well assertive and so well disciplined as far as in her de- demeanor and stuff, and I think it has a direct result to do with what Jorah has said to her, where, you know, because one or two episodes back, he kind of implied, look, people aren't going to be uh, following you if you show any kind of weakness and stuff. And, and uh, you know, you have to be a formidable person and and know what you want and stuff for people to follow you. And I think that's probably the reason why she is like she is. Well, because <clears throat> she is the I leader. I didn't catch that, Brother Ray, so I'm glad you mentioned it because he... You know, he did say that. Though. Yeah, and she you're is, mad. She is an ancestor of the Mad King. Yeah, and the reason they are he was mad is the same reason Joffrey is crazy as shit. Yeah, because they're inbred. Yep, and when you inbreed shit, they fuck some every generation or every so often they get a crazy one. Yeah, you get a really so, crazy one. Who knows if that's going to end up being her fate? Hopefully not. I hope. But not. I do feel like, and I was thinking about this watching the next episode, which we'll get to another day, but anyway, mm-hmm. that she kind of, not lost focus, but she's kind of shifted her focus now. She still wants to rule Westeros and go back. Right. She's kind of like sidetracked a little bit. She wants to free people. And these slaves. Yeah, because she, she, she wants to free I think, them. remembers she wasn't like a true slave, but she was like sold and bought yeah. and bartered and told for. what to do. Yeah. Women in that period were sold and bought and bartered for 
Sansa's being sold and bought and bartered for. Cersei. Cersei was. I mean, so the women in that period of time, Mm -hmm. this is what has been done to them. And now that she sees it happening to other people, I think she's just got no tolerance for it now. Right. And she's like, oh, no. While I get on my way to King's Landing, we're going to do these little odd stops here and there Mm -hmm. to free up folk. And I don't think she's going to be mad, but I do see her... Not power hungry, but I do see the power really taking hold in her. Hmm. And she's not giving an inch. She ain't budging. Because honestly, how would you feel if someone came up to you and said, okay, um, I'm going to take over your your country or your city and you ain't got nothing to say about it. You fight too. So well, she, she she's not telling the dude she wants to take over. She wants him to free all them people. Well, that's that's their city though. Yeah. So okay. Anyway, so I agree with that, Brother Ray. And I hope they don't make us hate her. I mean, they, I don't hate. I don't think they will. I mean, I, I don't like what Catelyn did, but I don't hate her like Sister Jay does. Okay. So, anyway. But thank you, Brother Ray, for that email. Excuse me, that voicemail. Okay, our next email is from Jasmine. Hey, Jasmine. Jazzy. The real Jazzy. She says, Rit, Ritza sisters, which is hello in Valerian. Oh, yeah. I'm just, I just got done listening to last week's podcast, and y'all are still crazy as hell, and I'm loving it. First of all, I'm going to start with Rob Stark and his wife. Now that she's pregnant, one of them has got to die. Nobody stays happy for long on this show, so that's my prediction. <laughs> Jon Snow better watch his back. That ugly warg is after his woman hard. The only thing that I could think of when... John and Egret were talking. Is damn their breath must stink. And, oh, <laughs> Lord have mercy. And she's always propping herself, propping herself up in his face. Other than that, there was nothing that interesting about them this time. For the first time in this show, in this show, someone was completely honest about themselves to someone else when Sansa called herself stupid. I think she's seen and been through too much for us to still call her naive. That is so true, Jazzy. She might have, she might be naive on sex, but she knows that the capital is full of liars and murderers and people putting their own interests above everything else, and she's surprised when something doesn't go her way. Mm. That's true. I love the interaction between Joffrey and Tywin. Joffrey tried to talk down to him and got put properly in his place and showed what a sniveling little bitch he really is. He sure is. The look on his face when Tywin walked up on him was speechless. I think his grandfather might be the one that kills him. I would if I were mm. him. Laugh out loud. That's what happens when you fuck your sister, though. Mm. The boy wound up with one brain cell. Yeah. <laughs> what I want to see also is what happens when Jamie gets back knowing that those are his kids. You know? Daenerys has proven herself to be strong, don't take no shit kind of leader. The only critique I have with her is you don't threaten anyone if you don't know exactly who they are aligned with. Karth deserved what it got, and so did Asteros. But d- to just come up upon a city and start demanding shit because you have dragons might be a mistake. Well, that could be. See, that's what I'm saying. I would have taken the ships and gone to Westeros to claim the throne. She already has a huge loyal army, and even though I, I understand her desire to free slaves, she has bigger things to deal with. The only upside I can see about sacking that city is that she will have a place to hide out until her dragons are bigger and can do more damage. Oh, that's mm, a good point. That's a good point. 
And she would have 200,000 people that love her for freeing them. Mm-hmm. Possibly. I'm tired of this Theon storyline. Everybody. I'm getting tired of Theon storyline, too. Either kill him or let him go. I still think there's someone else behind this torture. Otherwise, how would they know about his whoring ways and other personal things? Getting him all aroused, then cutting off his franks and beans is pretty horrible. Franks and beans. Franks and beans. Mm. And nobody deserves that. But at least let him use it one last time, laughing my ass off. Mm, mm, I'm mm. just glad they didn't show the actual cutting. Having his finger skinned in the last episode was enough for me. That's mm, the truth. That was nasty. I was really happy to hear some of Osha's backstory since we didn't really know anything about her before. It explains why she would have ran off by herself and wound up near Winterfell. Mm-hmm. I also found it interesting that even though Jojen has visions, he hasn't seen any White Walkers in any of them. Yep. Ooh, that's a good point. They all seem shocked by Osha's story. And Bran hasn't either. Nope. Not yet. It was nice seeing Jamie go back for Brienne. I can't believe those guys put her in with a bear with only a wooden sword to protect herself. I really thought they would have raped her as soon as Lord Bolton and Jamie left. Without his hand, he might be learning humility because he definitely didn't have any at the start of the show. Anyway, until next time, keep up the good work, ladies. Jazzy. Thank you, Thank Jazzy. Thank you, Jazzy. We agree with everything that yeah, you said. we agree. That is good. Okay, our next email is from Jason. Hey, sisters. Welcome to Daenerys' coming out party. It seems she's finally got her shit together. People better start praying, especially Theon Greyjoy. If that little hobba doesn't kill Theon soon, I hope he kills me. <laughs> Lord. The Walking Dead didn't give us enough torture, and Dem Thrones is giving us too much. Yeah. That's so true. Ain't that the truth? I feel a little bad for Theon and don't want to see him killed. But kill him already and put me out of my misery. We need to see less talking and more bodies hitting the floor. This goes for everybody. On a lighter note, Osha is one good bath away from being Miss Wilding October. <laughs> <laughs> and eyebrow plucking. plucking. Mm-hmm. Lastly, I got my eye on Lady Talissa. I don't trust this trick house. See? Something, Why y'all, y'all now all of a sudden because don't trust her? something's up with her. She was writing in a foreign language. Anyone that speaks Valerian is getting the side eye. Mm-hmm. It reminds me of Russians, and I don't trust them fools either. Ooh. What? Is that a TV show? Because he mm-hmm. capitalized it. Mm. I think she was writing Rob's war strategy in Valerian and sending that ship to Rob's enemies. Mm-hmm. Why would she do that? Well. She is distracting him with sex and fake-ass pregnancies. Something ain't right. Take care, Jason. Thank you, Jason. I don't for that know email. about that. I just have, in that scene, it's the first time that I thought, hmm, I wonder if she's, like, on the up and up. There was just something about that whole scene when she was explaining, I'm writing to my mother, and he said, well, you're a queen now, and she says, well. Does she know you're a queen now? Yeah, or something. And she said no. I don't yet. know, but, yeah, something's up with her. Something's up. Y'all are suspicious. Yeah, something's up with her. And I like her, too, though, but something's up with her, though. Hmm. Okay, our next email is from Marcus. Hey, Marcus. What's up, sisters? Before I go on to discuss this episode, I will entertain the discussion about black Marcuses. Laugh out loud. 
Yes, Lord. I am a brother, and I'm a South- and I am Southern as well. My dad says he named me after Marcus Allen, the football player. Uh-huh. My mom insisted it was after Marcus Garvey, and my uncle jokingly says I was named after Mr. Jefferson's young protege that helped him at the dry cleaners on the show. Yeah, <laughs> his name was Marcus. I don't know about all yeah, that. Yeah, the Jeffersons. Anyway, while I played, he says. Uh, anyway, I played football, and I'm intelligent. So I guess I got a bit of both. As for knowing any white Marcuses, I've only met a few, and the name doesn't seem to fit, even though it is Latin, example, Marcus Caesar. Mm-hmm. One thing that does bug me is when white people ask how I spell it. <laughs> like how it's normally spelled, yeah, damn it. Yeah. Not every brother has their name jacked up. Truth. Oh, that's, that's cold blooded. That's, that's cold blooded. They mm. ask you how you spell it. Mm. Only one way to spell Marcus. Well, no, there's several. Enough about me. On to the show. Mm. Rob Stark, it's time for you to change your cologne or something because none of the women around you respect you. Mm. This chick rolls over after getting dick down and starts writing a letter to her mama. <laughs> yeah. She is a spy. Yeah. And now she all of a sudden pregnant too? Yeah. How convenient. Yeah. Maury, please read the card. <laughs> How do you cut Egret off a rope to plunge to her death one day, then the next day you love her? Yeah. He must have heard. Red in the head, fire in the bed. Mm, mm, mm. The Tyrell girl may seem to be misleading Sansa, but hey, she stayed married to a gay king with hopes to get pregnant. By any means necessary with the Tyrell family. Yep. Tyrion's guard is right, Bronn. He wants to have sex with Sansa, but is ashamed to admit it. Yeah. He only he only knows whores, and he wants excuse me. And once he cracks the seal on the far, on that farm fresh unpoached, he'll Lord. be in love. He'll be in love. Shay, who? Lord. Well, I don't know about that, Marcus. Mm. He might though. He might. Because that is true. I said, too. He's only really supposedly, quote, unquote, loved hoes. Yep. So when he gets a real, like, unho woman. Anyway, um, Theon, how the hell can you be horny at this point? See, that's what I'm saying. (laughs) You really have a problem. (laughs) (laughs) But I hope they don't castrate the boy. They did. Might as well kill him. Shaking my head. Mm. And lastly, I think it'll be interesting to see if the stories that Jon Snow heard about the wars on the wall were more true than false. People have a tendency to remember history the way they want to remember it. Yep. P.S. Sister J, I started watching the Vikings recently and you were right. <clears throat> it is an excellent show. Yep. And I've been meaning to ask either of you if you watch Homeland. Yep. That is my favorite show and I think it's the best on TV. Nope. Love you, ladies. <laughs> Take care, Marcus. Thank you, Marcus. Thank you, Marcus. For that email. And yes, Marcus, I have watched Homeland, and the second season sucked. They messed it up. That okay. first season was really, really good, and that second season, it just went downhill. And if they don't come correct for season three, I'm going to be out. No spoilers, please. I haven't watched the season two mm. yet. I didn't say no. I know spoilers. you didn't. You didn't. <clears throat> but when you watch season two, you will remember like my words and you will see what I mean. Yeah. Anyway. Okay. Our next email is from Robert from the Bay. Hey, Robert from the Bay. Hey, ladies. This is Robert from the Bay. First, I'd like to clarify to you that my initials are J R G Z. Sister K, you are pronouncing it right. Sister J, you are wrong. It is not Jersey. Laugh out loud. Because last week you said, because mm. I was saying jerks, 
Mm. I don't know why iTunes makes my surname look like that, but Sister K, you are correct in saying it. Okay, let's get started. Oh, you done already said that once. Come on. First of all, sip, sip. I wanted to say, Sister J, you are wrong about Sam. I know you think he's taking up screen time. Okay, now, first of all, Robert, (laughs) (laughs) what bullshit is this kind of email that all you got to say is, Sister J, you wrong. Sister J, you wrong. Sister J, you wrong. (laughs) (laughs) You better better quit that shit. I'm going to have to read you. Robert, you fine. You you all right, Robert, with me. Mm. He says, I know you think he's taking up screen time, but I'm sure it's for a reason. Oh, it ain't either. The writers wouldn't be giving him hella lines if he wasn't oh, hell yeah, they would. important to the story. I think it has something to do with the baby and with the spearhead he's got. Mm. The baby should play some importance down the road, and the spearhead was probably part of a powerful weapon once. Mm. Like a dragon or white walker weapon. And even though he doesn't know it now, someone is bound to find out that he has it, and it will eventually become useful. Theon's abductors have to be working for Rob Stark. I know that the car Starks have always had the Starks backs, and so maybe the torturer dude is a car Stark. But then again, maybe he's not because Rob did chop off the head of the head car Stark cat. No pun intended. Yep. Always loving the podcast. Anyways, loving the podcast as always, and I hope this email makes it on time. Thanks, ladies. Happy belated Mother's Day to you both. God bless. Robert from the bank. Thank you, Robert, Thank from you, the Robert Bay. Thank you, Robert, from the Bay. Don't be writing no more shit about Sister J, you wrong, Sister J, you wrong. <laughs> I, I don't want to hear that mess. But, but if it happens, Robert, say No. Anyway. Okay, thank you, Robert. Our next email is from Anthony. House Tar- uh, Sam Tarley is the, he says, background. Sam Tarley is the oldest son and former heir of Lord Randall Tarley, the house the head of House Tarley and Lord of Horn Hill. He is popularly called Sam and disparagingly as Sir Piggy. House Tarley is one of the most powerful noble families in the region sworn to House Tyrell. By right, Samuel would have grown up to be one of the top-ranking lords of the Seven Kingdoms. However, his father Randall Tarley is one of the most skilled military commanders in Westeros and hoped for a son who would carry on his leadership of House Tarley in battle, not an overweight, scholarly-minded son like Sam who has no thirst for violence. His father, ashamed of him, forced Samuel to take the black under threat of death in order to in- disinherit him. Had Sam refused to join the Night's Watch, his father bluntly told him that he would arrange a hunting trip with his son in the woods and then kill Sam in such a way that it looked like an accident. Sam departed for the wall, leaving his younger brother as heir to House Tarly. So, Sister Jay, he's highborn, just useless at this point. Point. I agree with you there, Anthony. Thank you, Anthony. Okay. He was basically because last week we were talking about. Yeah, but we already knew that backstory though, because we remembered that from what he well, told we John. We didn't remember Snow. the details of it because we were talking about when he was telling her, when she was telling him about being highborn mm-hmm. and stuff. So we were All talking right, about thank that. Thank you for the email. Thank Anthony. you, Anthony. Okay, our next email, our last email is from. Alabama Freddy. Hey, Alabama Freddy. Hey, sisters. Hey, Bunny. Hey, MK. Hey, Brother Ray. <laughs> Lord, Lord, Lord. Okay, Sister J, let's be fair now. I said E. Grit could stand to gain at least 15 to 20 pounds. Mm-hmm. And I do mean at least. Mm-hmm. And I said she had a cute little shape. I didn't say she was Jessica Rabbit. And <sighs> even... And even though they are smallish, she had actual boobs and not those mosquito bites they try to force us on, force on us nowadays. Ain't that the truth? Enough about that. 
Rob and Talissa were going at it on a bearskin rug, and did you see Lady Catelyn watching over in the corner? Well, she might as well have been. She's in the middle of everything else. Ain't it the truth? That's true. Talissa is writing a letter to her mother telling her that she's pregnant, but her mother doesn't even know that she's married to a king of all people. Mm-hmm. Does anyone else see red flags? Yep. Well, that's a good point, Alabama Freddie. Mm-hmm. Stupid Rob. I may be paranoid, but what leader of any army would allow a letter written in an unfamiliar language to leave his camp? Thank you. That's the point. That's true, too. And did it piss anyone else off that Talissa's asshole got more screen time than our dragons? Yeah. <laughs> and if that camera got any closer, we'd know that she was free of colon cancer. Oh! Well, it wasn't that close, Alabama Freddie. We've seen worse, believe us. I like that scene between Marjorie and Whiny Sansa. Marjorie broke that shit down for her real good. She sure did. Hey, you just gonna have to do what you gotta do. Some women like hairy men, some women like bald men, some women like gentlemen, some people like rough men, some people like Muppets. That's you. Now go make nice with your stud Muppet. Puppet. I really hope Tyrion doesn't get stuck with Sansa. I always hoped he'd end up with Brienne. Do y'all remember Master Blaster from Mad Max Thunder... From that Mad Max Thunderdome movie, I can just see Tyrion perched up on Brienne's shoulders, ruling Westeros. <laughs> Ooh, Alabama, Freddy! Oh my goodness! I remember that, but oh lord, that's terrible! Mm, mm, mm. Now that Melisandre has Gendry in King, King's Landing, do you think she will use him to start cranking out more of those queef babies, or will she actually use his blood in a different type of ritual? I think she'll use it in a different ritual. Yeah, I don't think she's going to take him to King's Landing. I think they were just passing by. Mm-hmm. Looks like Theon ain't going to get a nick now. Good. Yeah. I'm so happy that Jamie and Brienne were reunited. When they get back home, do you think he will carry her across the threshold? No. Guess we'll have to wait and see. Until then, sisters, love and peace, Alabama Freddie. Thank you, Alabama Freddie. Thank you, Freddy, Alabama Freddie. For that funny email. Now, Brienne and and Jamie, I think, are going to be like like comrades, like friends, like you would any other soldier. Yeah. Or confidant, where he could tell things to. But I don't think they're going to be lovers or anything like well, that. Well, at least, hopefully they're not anytime soon, because I don't want that to mess up anything. I don't think that's where I'd they're going with that. I'd rather them be that. friends. Yeah, yeah. And like buds or something, mm-hmm. you know? Somebody he can confide in. Okay. All right, well, thank you all for that awesome feedback. Um, we really appreciate y'all being patient with us. If you'd like to send us some feedback on the next episode, please do so at sisterspeak at gmail.com. We are at facebook.com slash podcast. We're on Twitter at underscore sister J and underscore sister K. And you can always leave us a voicemail or a send us a great audio file like Tim and Brother Ray da, did today. Yep. All right, well, we will um, have a new podcast soon to catch up all the way since we have a little break in the pod, in um, yeah, Game two of Thrones. Weeks. Two, two weeks. I don't like that. Well, so. they did that because it's Memorial Day holiday. I think so, yeah. yeah. All right, I'm Sister K. And I'm Sister J. See you next time.
With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.